Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. My name is Liz and I will be your host. I'm so excited for today's episode because we've got Dominic on the podcast. Dominic is the owner of the Pure Ambition podcast and today he's on the podcast to talk to us about what it means to be a hybrid athlete. So just sit back and relax and we'll just jump right into the episode. All right. I'm so excited to have Dominic on the podcast today. I actually found Dominic's page just through Instagram, scrolling through Instagram reels. I found his leg workout and it was specifically, I think, for how you can make yourself more injury prone and work on your mobility as a runner. And I found it during a time of injury. So it was like perfect. And then I think just looking more into Dominic and everything that he's about, I find him really interesting and I really wanted to get him on the podcast. So I'm really excited to have him on the podcast, but I'll give him a chance to introduce himself and share a bit more about himself. Well, Liz, thank you so much. And I wanted to catch you that he said makes you makes people more injury prone. I was like, wait, no, that's not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> trying to become way. less, less, less injury prone. Yeah. Uh, less injury prone. Yes. I knew, I knew what you were saying, but just sort of clear that up. Didn't want to give people the wrong message that I'm like, yeah, you follow me. You're bound to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit about me. I am, my name is Dom. Obviously I'm 23. I am a health and fitness professional kind of, I guess. Uh, so I work, uh, I'm the head of growth for Upspace, which is a social media platform and uh, community building platform for all things wellness. And then I am a health and wellness content creator. Uh, I'm an athlete. I do, I competitively run, you know, endurance events and I'm very big into like hybrid athlete cross training. Uh, so running and lifting. And then I am a former college football player and I'm a podcast host, a content creator, I'm health and fitness coach. I wear a lot of different hats pour into a lot of different buckets, but it's all things that that I'm super grateful for. And they all fill my cup up tremendously. And, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful for you having me on here today to be able to share a little bit more about my journey, uh, my story, and yeah, just dive into whatever you want to get into today. Yeah, well, I definitely wanted to have Dominic on to specifically talk about what he said there around being a hybrid athlete and what that means. But before we get into that, I would love to hear more just about your running journey. Um, I saw that you ran Philadelphia Marathon recently, I think. And yeah, it looked awesome. Tell us more about that. My running journey started during COVID when I had mentioned I played college football. And so I was a junior when COVID happened. So obviously wasn't playing football, wasn't at school, was at home. Gyms weren't open. So I was like, all right, you know, what can I do? So I was actually coming off of you know back-to-back pretty bad injuries in back-to-back years. I had a torn ACL my sophomore year, and then I had a herniated disc in my back in my junior year. So I looked at it. I was like, all right, well, I I can't go to the gym. I, you know, I'll, I guess I'll just do push-ups and pull-ups and whatever else I can do, find a find a pull-up bar or whatever. But, you know, I, I just saw a lot of people were getting into running and I was like, you know what? All right. Well, I've never enjoyed running, but I, I guess I'll give this a go because there's nothing else I'm going to do at this point. So I started doing it and I was running in an old pair of Under Armour shoes that I had taken from a, a one of my, uh, one of my teammates lockers and they, they weren't even running shoes. They were like lifting shoes. And I was running in them. And, you know, it was horrible. I I didn't know how, like what pacing I didn't know about, you know, any like heart rate training. I didn't have like, I didn't have a watch. I didn't have good shoes. I didn't have anything. I just like, just went out and 
went out there and started to run and I hated every second of it, but I always loved how I felt after it. I always felt like that feeling of, uh, it was like euphoric after, you know, just like pushing through and, and doing something hard, even if it was just like, you know, for like, you know, 30 minutes, 30 minutes of jogging or something along those lines. And then, you know, the more I started doing it, the more I started to, you know, this is not terrible. It's just start watching some YouTube videos and started learning a little bit like, okay, you don't have to crush myself on every single run. Got myself a, a decent pair of running shoes and, you know, still didn't have a watch, but like, you know, I don't need, you know, I was just following it on my, on the Under Armour app on my phone, you know, and uh, so. So my senior year, fast forward a little bit, my I was running, you know, like just like three or four miles a day, you know, maybe five, six on on like a, a long run. Uh, but there was no real structure to it. And so fast forward a couple months and season got canceled. My uh, my senior year got canceled of, of football. So I was like, all right, well, now I, I guess I, since I'm not gonna be training for this. I'm going to train for a half marathon. So I started training for a half marathon and I got a couple weeks into that and I got up to like eight miles or so. And then I made the conscious decision of like, you know what, I felt like I didn't reach my full potential in football. And I wanted to go back to school and play one more season that I had lost. So I withdrew from school for a, uh, a semester. And I trained my butt off to go back and play football. And then in that time, I was still podcasting, I started a couple other like little businesses, like a summer camp and, and worked an internship and, and whatnot, and really just had that time to like take a step back in my life and see like what it was I wanted to do, and which I'm super grateful for again. Uh, but I put running by the wayside. And so I didn't do any sort of like running besides like sports specific training for football again until after a couple months after I graduated college, which was I graduated in December of 2021. And so I probably didn't start running again until February, March of 2022. And then even again, like there was no real structure to anything. It was just like, okay, like if I felt like going for a run, I would get out and go for a run. I wasn't like training for anything specifically. And it was just like, I just got to the point I kept like getting injured too, because like, again, I, I hadn't bought a new pair of running shoes all also since like 2020. So I'd put just like so many miles on those and wasn't doing the like, the, you know, the low heart rate zone runs like building the aerobic base and uh, learning how to, to train properly cross train properly. So you know, strength training, running, nutrition, mobility, like all the things that go into like being a, a good solid runner. And so I like got pretty bad runner's knee I got I gave myself a stress fracture and I was like why does this keep happening to me like what, what do I why does this keep why does this keep happening because every time I started to run again I was like I was just waiting for that next injury and I could never make the progress that I really wanted to and I saw all these people you know running marathons and putting on in on these long miles and they're running and strength training and doing all these things I was like I want that but I keep setting myself back and so I also had like this like loss of identity after I stopped playing football and so I was like all right like you know what am I now I've identified as the student athlete for so long. I've identified as a college football player for so long. You know, what am I now? So trying to figure out like who I was like after that. And like, granted, like I'm a personal trainer, like I'm a nutrition coach, like I'm helping other people with their health and wellness journeys, but like struggling in my own. Once I really realized that not having something to train for was like what I was missing in my training to like give me that like that discipline that I needed that gave me, you know, to get up and and have purpose in my training rather than just like shooting in the dark. So I had I committed to running the Philadelphia Marathon. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go from not even 
having any sort of structure to like, okay, I'm going to shoot to run the Philly marathon. But I gave myself like five or six months to train for that. But it gave me like, okay, when you commit to something, it forces you to show up too. So by forcing, by committing to that goal, I had to work backwards and say, okay, well, I'm going to run the Philly marathon on X date and I'm not just going to run it. Like I want to have run in a good time. So I set out to run a 3.30. So I reached out to a friend of mine who I had on the podcast a couple months before who was a running coach and started working with him, kind of taught me the ins and outs of running the basic stuff and, and, and gave me gave me a training plan. And I still work with him now as I'm pursuing to run a sub three hour marathon now, but he kind of answered all my questions, still does all the time, you know, shout out to him. But I just started to share and document my journey along the way and always tried to be honest, like, hey, like I, I'm not a runner, like by nature, like I have more of a strength training background than I do running, but I wanted to share and document my journey of how other people can utilize running to help become a better version of themselves and, and just sharing not just like what, what I was doing, but like why I was doing it and, you know, why running, like what running had taught me, how it helped me with the transition period out of college and being a college football player, feeling like I lost my identity a little bit to now being able to go out and run you know miles and miles and miles and live in that like discomfort but also mm -hmm. realize that like this discomfort that we feel while we're running like we're gonna feel that in everyday life too and so it's just like how much can you like endure and, and just keep putting one foot in front of the other when like you just want to stop so it's like taught me a lot of life lessons as well so you know social media started to take off a little bit towards the end of that marathon prep and you know since now has has grown a lot which i'm super grateful for and i, I love the community that that I've been able to reach and the people that reach out to me, like I, I love meeting new people, connecting with new people like yourself and just one learning from other people too and, and hearing their journeys um, and their stories through running, but just like the community that, that is created there is just amazing. And so now it's, it's been, it's definitely a new thing where like I'm running six days a week and I'm only lifting three days a week where, you know, it used to be the opposite. So now again, I'm just continuing along in life with my mission of I want to inspire and empower a hundred million people to become the healthiest, happiest, most fulfilled versions of themselves. And, you know, if I can help a, a couple of people a day and that compounds over time, then, then, then we'll get there but running has really given me an opportunity to seek discomfort learn a ton about myself and also just a way to connect with amazing people and help them on their own health and wellness journeys as well that's awesome that's really great i really love what you said about the piece around discomfort because i think that a lot of people and myself included like felt that during your very first round of marathon training and it's it's hard to push through because i think that running as well while i think in community is really awesome like you do you know with park runs and like clubs and friends but I think at the end of the day, a lot of that training actually for like big events is very individual and it's very mental. So how did you, when you talk about how you switched from like six days, you like six days of running, three days of strength training, but it sounds like before it was kind of the other way around. How did you make that switch? And was that an uncomfortable switch for you to make? Yeah, I, I still struggle with that switch now and realizing 
that every when you're trying to run for like a goal for example like when you have a performance goal it's a lot different than just like i'm just gonna get out there and and see what i can handle and like push myself or like run every single day like it's a lot different you have to optimize your nutrition you have to optimize your sleep your recovery your workouts in the gym you can't just go in there and just do however many reps you feel like doing however many sets you feel like doing whatever workout you see somebody doing across the gym like that is ultimately not going to help you optimize to achieve the goal that you want. So really, I had to take a step back and understand that like, okay, you know, I would love to be lifting five, six days a week, just because like one for men- me for mentally, like, that's why I still lift a couple days a week. One is just because like the mental component of it and showing like, okay, like, I still want to be strong, I still want to feel strong. And ultimately, that does help you become a better runner. But there's a difference between like going out and just like doing it and like not having a real plan or a real structure routine. And I think that's good too to just have like that freedom of like, okay, you know, I'm going to run every other day and then I'm going to lift every other day or, you know, whatever else you want to do and just having a little bit of freedom. But under constantly reminding myself of like, if I want to achieve this goal in endurance in running right now, then the strength training and that, you know, that kind of stuff that that takes a backseat, like that's secondary to what I do. So that's why I run. If I do do uh, a leg day on, you know, the same day that I do a, you know, run, I'm doing the running first because that is ultimately what I'm trying to get better at. Like, you're not going to go in and crush your legs and then, you know, an hour later go out to the track and try to, you know, do some like some tempo runs or some intervals or um, some thresholds or something like that. Right. So for me, it's been like, okay, I can do all those other things, but just not right now. Like right now I have this one goal and all of my training and everything that I'm doing is all entirely focused on running this sub three hour marathon and all of my strength training, my nutrition, my recovery, everything that I'm doing is centered around running that sub three hour marathon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you, when you started to kind of become more of like this term that what you've termed it a hybrid athlete, did you find that like when you went from kind of being more unstructured to starting to kind of focus more on these different elements outside of running? Because I think a lot of, I see a lot of runners that only will focus and like really hone in on the running, but they don't pay attention to things like stretching, mobility, strength, and sleep and nutrition. I think a lot of people think that it's just the running, but did you find more success when you started to prioritize those in addition to running? Yeah. And I'll preface it by, I definitely didn't coin this hybrid athlete term. Uh, It's something that um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Nick Bear, but he is, yeah. So Nick Bear, he kind of coined this whole like hybrid athlete thing and had friends who were, you know, saying like, yeah, I'm a hybrid athlete, all this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, cause I want to run. I want lift and and do both so yeah to just wanted to preface it by saying that i don't can't take credit for pointing that but in terms of what you just asked yes it's and we learn most from like our failures and the things that we do wrong or the things that like don't work out. So I'll give you an example. Like I was in uh, Austin, Texas in September and I was doing a 15 mile run on like a Sunday morning with some guys that I had, I had met down there. Like I had to do a long run. They're like, Oh, we're doing a long run Sunday. Come join us. So I was like, all right, all right sweet. Uh, but I was staying at an Airbnb and I like didn't have anything to like to eat beforehand. Like, it's like, you know, I was just uh, completely unprepared. The only thing, I had was like a protein bar. And so like I ate a protein bar like 45 minutes before the run and my stomach was just like a rock the entire time. And, you know, that coupled with like eating pizza the night before and 
just so then and there, I was like, okay, nutrition wise, like I know I'm not ever going to eat a protein bar before I go out for a run. Like I'm not going to eat pizza. Uh, then I, I'm going to go out for a long run either. Save it for after the long run. And I wear a whoop, uh, which is just like, a you know, tells me a lot of like health data. And so, I mean, you can just, you can see it like the nights when I, when I have like a hard workout and I don't get enough sleep, um, my, my HRV is low. Um, my sleep quality is poor or like even things where like if I'm eating a big meal too close to bedtime, I can like see it like my recovery won't be as great the next day my sleep quality won't be as good I'll, i won't feel as energized and so when versus when i do like put my phone away like you know a half hour before bed and i take time to wind down you know do some stretching some foam rolling maybe a little bit of reading just something to turn my mind off um then i will be more like fresh and energized and ready for the next day but also it's we'll, we'll go out i'm so like negligent or like you know resistance to sometimes like taking the proper time to warm up before a run and then cool down after a run and do like the not as sexy things as like just going out there and running and even like with lifting. It's like you just want to go in there and, and throw some weight around, but like doing it with with proper form and doing the proper amount of sets and reps and taking like recovery days, right? Like and understanding like, okay, for example, yesterday I did like a 15 mile trail run with like some hill sprints at the end, like just really like tough day. But today I, I went on, I got on the bike for 60 minutes. It was my, my, my off day from running, but I wasn't crushing myself on the bike. I was just letting my legs spin to just flush out so that I'm ready for another big week of training this week. So letting your recovery also like facilitate, uh, like letting those activities facilitate recovery too. And understanding that like, again, if you're your goal is to like, you know, for me, it's run a sub three hour marathon. I can't be going in and like crushing myself in the gym on an off day from running. So like, I need to, you know, take the time to stretching, you know, maybe it's some breath work, maybe it's hitting the sauna, um, cold plunge, like, you know, today was just flushing the legs out. Um, so that tomorrow I'm, I'm ready for my run again. So it made a huge difference for me. Like when I started to actually have a structure and a routine and like an understanding of, of why certain things are programmed together placed on certain days and whatnot so that like every every run every lift like should be building off of one another and like setting up for the next thing so like you know your your recovery sessions you're not just doing them to recover from the thing you just did but you're also doing it to get ready for the next thing that you did so it's it's constantly like seeing and not be and understand being okay with like okay that didn't work now how do we like pivot assess pivot and and, and go from here because like it's constantly a learning learning process and so like be give yourself some grace at the beginning too and like even as you continue to go because you constantly see what doesn't work and what does work and what you need to do more of and yeah so long-winded answer but ultimately like when you have some sort of structure and an understanding of like why you're doing things then you start to realize okay like i i shouldn't be going out and crushing myself um the day after running 15 miles or whatever but like still doing some sort of active recovery to keep the blood flow moving and things like that yeah what would you say for example to so for example like runners who don't rest and they kind of will just be like so go 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 and they they find that like with running and training for something they want to continuously be pushing themselves did you ever find that like a lack of rest and finding the time to rest in your training schedule led to more injury yes i will say early on in 2022 like when i first started getting back into running i was i just jumped in and i ran like 40 miles in like the first week that i haven't I, and I hadn't done any distance running in a year and a half. And I just jumped in and was running like, you know, 
five, like five plus miles a day. And after two weeks, like I was like, my knees were a wreck, like my, my shins, my lower back, like my ankles, like, and I couldn't run for, I, I tried to take off of running for like a couple of weeks again, just because of how much pain I would be in, even if I just like started to jog. So once I dropped all the way down, like once, and then you know, fast forward again, like I had given myself a stress fracture because like after taking a couple of weeks off and then I jumped back into it and was still running too much. And so once I got a coach for the first time in the first week, I saw like, you know, three or four days of running and like 20 miles per week. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? And he was like, uh, he had to explain to me that just like in the gym, like you can't just go out and expect to bench press 300 on, you know, the first time that you go out there, you know, like you have to strategically you have to strategically plan that and it's like progressive overload so you know you might be running 20 miles this week but then you're running 22 miles the next week and then you're running 24 25 the next week and so you're building volume you know five to ten percent each week just like in the gym it's like you have your baseline and then you're going to do a couple sets and reps at a certain weight and you're going to ultimately be able to progress so once i he was able to like kind of explain that concept to me and also like put an emphasis on like okay this is why you're doing your easy runs on this day this is why you're doing a speed workout on this day this is why you don't want to do legs too late in the week so that you're not running on tired legs for your long run and things along those lines. So, you know, I would just say for anybody that like wants to constantly like crush themselves like in the gym every day, you know, or with a run, like as good as that feels, you're never going to be able to like completely like there's a difference between just like getting through it and like optimizing it too. So I've definitely had seasons of life too, where it's like, I'm just getting out there and I'm just getting after it every day, like just for like mentally, like I feel good within that. And so mentally, it's a challenge to like not go out and and crush myself, you know, for an hour or two hours and put in this this really hard work. But it makes the days basically it's like make your hard days hard and make your easy days easy. And then on those easy days, like you're setting yourself up to put forth your best effort on those hard days, which are ultimately, it's just like stacking bricks and Mm -hmm. like, you know, the more bricks you stack foundation you build and the better uh, of an athlete you'll become. Yeah. The only reason I asked that is because I'm talking about like myself and how I've now (laughs) injured myself. Um, But basically it was just like, I, for so long, I've just been so like, go, go, go. And I never really had like any rehab when I sprained an ankle. And so now it's like, I've, I've been seeing a physio and he's like, have you ever had rehab? Have you ever done anything to like rest or deload after a race? And I've just been like, Nope. And yeah, it's just, I I kind of feel like I'm in this like massive learning curve of my life as a runner as well. So I feel like it is really good to hear, you know, all these different elements that you actually should be prioritizing as a runner, which are so important. But what would you say your biggest lessons that you've learned are um, just in your few sort of years of experience and running and kind of, you say that you're kind of continuously learning. What are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned? I'll say the, the first thing that comes to mind there is presence. And so I don't, run with headphones like 99 98% of the time I don't run with headphones and for me it's a way to like get away from all the stimulation all of the you know bombardment and notifications of everyday life and like we're constantly just taking things in we're constantly taking things in and we never have this time to just like let our minds wander you know let our thoughts come to us and really just digest the things that are going on in our life so for me it's like that and that's why I love running in the morning it's just because like 
nobody's going to be up and bothering me with like notifications or whatever. It's like I am in control and I can just like, you know, go out there, throw on the shoes for an hour and just like think strategize plan like what am what kind of thoughts are, and, and maybe I'm, I'm like okay i really want to think about this on my run or maybe something else just comes to me but a lot of my creative ideas come there it's like okay who do i who do i want to connect with you know who who can i like connect together with like you know what do i need to do for the day how how am i going to do that like you know all these things so just learning to be present and again like you know that discomfort we talked about just like being com comfortable with like finding comfort in the discomfort and just like focusing on like you know hearing the hearing the footsteps every time i go like you know focusing on my breathing you know like i like on my easier runs I like to focus on like nasal breathing so like, you know, that also keeps me from like going too fast at a, at, because it's like okay you know slow down so that you can be able to breathe through your nose but really just being able to remain present for things like this uh you know like one-on-one -on -one, i want to give you my full attention and like for a while it was like i'm always thinking about that next thing that i need to do or the place that i need to go or just always having my mind wandering and running really forces you to just be present in the moment because when you can do that it makes the experience like suck a lot less because i still don't love to run but i love again like i love what it does for me and I, what it has done for me what it does for me but being able to just be present in in daily life that's one of the main things that running has taught me and again like another thing is humility just because like there have been runs like there's been workouts that i've done where i am like humbled quickly like yesterday i mentioned i was out like 15 mile trail run and then we did like you know, 12 like hills on the super long hill on the trail and like two of the guys i was with like they smoked me you know and like we could be out on the road doing like doing a road run like and i i, I can do really well there but just like go into a different environment and do like different kinds of running workouts like i just got humbled real quick so like you know i go in the gym and i'm comfortable there like i've done it for so long but now you know like being out and doing more running um aerobic based stuff it, it is not always comfortable and, and i get humbled quickly by uh by the different people i run with the different workouts that I do some of the workouts that my coach programs for me so being like very just out of breath like bent over at the end of a end of a run and just one of those speed workouts sometimes just like man like that was humbling and so you can take that I just take that with me into every everyday life and just realize like okay like that sucked and that was hard but I got through it and so when other hard things come up in my life I can just like call upon you know the hard things like you know I already I went through like a you know an hour and a half of, of speed work this morning and and that pushed me to my limit like this you know minute thing that comes up with work or or, or whatever like minor thing in life doesn't seem as as bad once you've already pushed yourself to to learn to do some hard stuff yeah yeah 100 percent. well in the last few minutes of the podcast i just wanted to give you a chance to plug different ways that people can connect with you and learn more about your podcast i know that you've got a podcast called pure ambition as well as talking more about upspace and what you do um in terms of like your work with them yeah so upspace is a really really cool app uh, that you can actually go and download on the app store. It is a social media platform essentially for all things health and wellness. So you can get on there and you can actually follow me. You can join my group, the Pure Ambition Group, uh, where I give workout tips, tricks, routines, recipes, um, and you know just kind of updates on, on my daily training. And really, it's just entirely focused on, on building community. And um, you know there's some really cool brands that we're working with. There's some 
really amazing creators um, and coaches that utilize the platform that you can go on. And, you know, if you're looking for a yoga instructor, if you're looking for some breathwork practices, if you're looking for somebody to help you with your running, your strength training, like there's, you know, hundreds of other coaches and, and uh, creators that are on there where you can go and you can connect with other people, just really connect with like-minded individuals who are striving to be the best versions of themselves too. So would highly recommend everybody go checking it out there and, uh, you know, request to join the Pure Ambition group. Um, but yes, the the Pure Ambition podcast is is my podcast and we're actually approaching 100 episodes, which I'm, I'm super stoked about. It is, again, very focused on on health, wellness, mindset, entrepreneurship, and just sharing the stories of high achievers who, you know, and, and how they overcame like, you know, hurdles or struggles or, or letdowns or setbacks and, you know, are creating an uncommon life for themselves. Um, but if you want to connect with me, probably the best way to do that is on Instagram. Uh, it's where Liz and I got connected or was it TikTok? It was one of know. the two. One one <laughs> of the two, but uh, re- probably the best way to reach out to me is on Instagram uh, it's at Dominic Fusco, just my name. Um, TikTok is at Dom underscore Fusco. Like I mentioned, Pure Ambition Podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And then I just started getting back into YouTube. Um, so I'll be sharing some some ticks, tips, tricks, uh, more like vlog style stuff as I prepare for this uh, sub three hour marathon attempt. And, you know, I'm on LinkedIn. It's my name. Basically, any any social media, you can you can come check me out. But yeah, reach out to me if you're listening to this. I'd, I'd love to connect and love to help you on your, uh, your hybrid athlete journey. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'll make sure to include all of that in the show notes of the episode. But just wanted to say thank Thank you for coming on and sharing about what it means to be a hybrid athlete and your sort of running journey. Thank you so much, Liz. Thank you for creating this platform. This is an amazing podcast. You do an amazing job. You're doing an amazing work. You're an incredible host. And I'm excited to continue this friendship and and see all that you will do in this life. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. And a big shout out and thank you to Dominic for being on the podcast. As mentioned, I'll have all of the links and ways to connect with him in the show notes of the episode. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Otherwise, I will see you in my next episode. Bye.